this is Woman in Revival podcast. Today we are starting a new series called Petitions from the Depth. Our topic for today is what to do when in depths. Today Deborah will be talking to us about what to do when we are in the depth. She's taken this series from Psalm 130 where David talks about how he was in the depth and what he did when he was. David cried out unto the Lord when he was in the depth. And as Deborah talks to us today about crying out to the Lord in the depths, I pray that God will speak and minister unto your heart. Deborah Shinobi will now take us further on this subject. It's such a privilege for us to catch up again on Women in Revival podcast. I'm praying that as we journey through this series this time, the Lord will speak to your heart. Looking at the event in our world, the pandemic that has affected every part of the world and the effect of the same upon many of our lives, particularly the female folk, is the matter of our mental health. Um, some of us are in depression and you know, just name it. So my goal in this series is for us to quickly take encouragement, even from the word of God together. You know, there is a saying that tough time don't last. No matter how tough this season is, we can draw strength from the Lord. This season will end either on this side of eternity or on the other side of eternity. So before we delve into this series, can I quickly say to you that you can always go back to our website, www.okofrighteousness.co.uk where you can find other resources that might be of help to you and you can check our sister website www.youngwifeyoungmother.focusgroups.org.uk it is a website for young wives and mothers and i pray you find that a blessing so on this series this time we want to look into the book of Psalms 130. I trust that it will be a very short series. I just want to share my thought with you. And do feel free to respond back. Go to our comment box. Feel free to comment and let us share thoughts together. This time, our series is tagged Petitions from the Depth. And like I said, we'll be looking at the book of Psalms 130. And let me quickly go through that. It's a sum of eight verses. And it says, Out of the depths have I cried unto thee, O Lord. Lord, hear my voice. Let thine ears be attentive to the voice of my supplications. If thou, Lord, shouldst mark iniquities, O Lord, who shall stand? But there is forgiveness with thee, and that thou mayest be feared. I wait for the Lord my soul doth with, and in his word do I hope. My soul waited for the Lord more than days that watch for the morning. I say more than days that watch for the morning. Let Israel hope in the Lord, for with the Lord there is mercy, and with him is plenteous redemption, and he shall redeem Israel from all his iniquities. Amen. So I've just read from the King James Version. So this is the chapter that we'll just be focusing on, on this four-day series. And today we are looking at what to do when in depth. When you find yourself in depth, what do you do? We will come back to consider verse 1 and verse 2. But maybe to quickly just 
say one or two things from that Psalm 130 that I just read. I believe this Psalm is apt for this time that we are living in, for this day and age, for a time like this that the nations are battling the pandemic of the coronavirus. As we see, it's a Psalm of eight verses and it is the 11th of the Song of Degrees or the Song of Accent. You know, Bible scholars believe that the Song of Accent or the Song of Degrees are those Psalms that the pilgrims sang on their way. So this Psalm is the number 11. And if you look at it in the King James Version, it is tagged waiting on the Lord. And in the New American Standard Bible, it is tagged hope in the Lord, wait on the Lord. In a season like this, we ought to wait in the Lord. And we see that the psalmist made a cry to God out of the depth. And for us also, out of the depth of this pandemic, out of the depth of the trouble that your life is facing, out of the depth of your anxiety, of your depression, and whatsoever is facing you, there is the need for you to cry out. The psalmist said, I cried out to the Lord and he heard my voice from the depth. And I pray that as we quickly share thought together today, the Lord will speak to your heart. So let us look at what do you do when you are in depth? And I want to read that scripture again. And I would like to read it this time from another translation. Let us look at it from the easy-to-read version and the Living Bible. The easy-to-read version says, Lord, I am in deep trouble. Are you saying, Lord, I am in deep trouble. So I am seeing a man who acknowledged his situation. Sometimes women, when they are battling uh, whatever type of mental health, sometimes we live in denial, isn't it? But we see the psalmist, it was real. Sometimes even in the church, we are not real with the issues that people are facing. So the psalmist was real. Say, look, I am in deep trouble. And this is why I am calling you for help. Lord, I am in deep trouble. So I am calling you for help. My Lord, listen to me. Listen to my cry for help. The Living Bible says, Oh Lord, from the depths of despair, I cry for your help. So the psalmist was in trouble. The psalmist was in despair. Like many of us, we are in despair. The situation all over our world looks hopeless. And in a time like this, we ought to lift up our eyes unto the Lord. We ought to lift up our voices unto the Lord. We ought to cry out to the Lord. And verse 2 says, hear me, answer, help me. In time like this, what do you do? You ought to cry out to the Lord. The psalmist, as we saw, if we look at that verse, it says, Lord, I am in deep trouble. So where was the psalmist? He was in deep trouble. He was in depths of despair. And while in that deep trouble, while in that depth of despair, what did he do? He cried. He cried. And who did he cry to? He cried to the Lord. And I think this is what makes the difference. Oftentimes we cry to ourselves. We cry within. We bottle our tears inside. And this causes our 
depression state to go worse and worse. But we see the psalmist saying, while I was in despair, while I was anxious, while I was depressed, I cried to the Lord. The psalmist did not allow the depths of his despair to silence him. Instead, he cried out to God. And you know, the word depth means the distance from the top or surface to the bottom of something. It can also mean the quality of being intense or extreme. So I believe the psalmist was crying out of the deep trouble that he was in. The psalmist was in deep waters, in deep trouble. And in the midst of that deep trouble, he cried out to God. And in verse 2, we see that he said the Lord should hear his cry. And that the Lord should cause the Lord should cause his ears to be attentive to the voice of his supplication. I don't know whatever depth yours is. I don't know the state of your mental capacity now, of your mental health, but whatsoever life is throwing at you, maybe it's your marriage, maybe you discover things you ought not to know about your husband, maybe you discover he's in an affair, maybe you discover he's in depression, whatsoever it might be, even in the midst of that, don't bottle it in. Cry out to the Lord. And I believe it is also needful to cry out to fellow brothers and sisters in the faith who might be able to walk with you and rally around you even in this season of your despair. Don't deny your situation. Be real. Cry out for help and you will find help. Before I go from today's episode, I want us to read Isaiah 41 verse 17 to 19. And it says, I want to read it from the easy to read version. The poor are needy look for water, but they cannot find any. Their tongues are dry with thirst. I, the Lord, will answer their prayers. Are you saying, if you cry out to the Lord, God says, I will hear you. It's okay to cry, I do say to people. It's okay to cry honestly. And then it goes on. I, the God of Israel, will not leave them to die. I will make rivers flow on dry hills. I will make springs of water flow through the valleys. I will turn the desert into a lake filled with water. There will be springs of water in that dry land. I will make trees grow in the desert. There will be cedar, acacias, olive trees, cypress, fir trees, and pines. So what is the Lord saying? It's as if God is saying, this season is not the end for you look up to me. So your depth of despair actually should be an opportunity to cry out to God. It should be an opportunity to reach out to God. It should be an opportunity to voice out. So as I close to this episode, what is the depth that you find yourself? Are you in deep waters? Are you facing difficulty and challenges concerning your children? concerning your husband is the pandemic affecting your heart affecting your soul is this various lockdown affecting your mental health have you been crippled 
by the situation and the season that our world has found itself. God says, cry out to me. Turn now to me. Feel free to. It is okay to ask God questions. He is your father and he is ready to answer you. Don't bottle it in. Don't close up. Engage even the community of Christians. Reach out to people who can be of help and of support to you in the midst of your deep trouble, in the midst of your despair. God says, cry out to me. He understands, honestly. It's we human who judge each other and condemn people. God understands. Just as you see that the psalmist cried to the God who understands. And the God who understands will hear you as you cry out, even from the depth of your trouble. Amen. This is a Women in Revival podcast. Yesterday, we started a new series called Petitions from the Depth. Our topic for today is dealing with sin when in depths. Today, Deborah will be talking to us about how to deal with sin when you are in the depths, about how to deal with sin, about how to sort it out. Many times, women find themselves in depths because they have sin that they haven't dealt with. But thank God that there's forgiveness even in the depths. God will forgive all our sins if we only go unto him and repent. Deborah Shinobi will now take us further on this subject. So I want to welcome you back again to this series of Women in Revival podcast. We are still going through the series Petitions from the Depth and we are considering the book of Psalms 130 and it is my prayer that you will indeed find this particular series a blessing at such a time where our world is in chaos. The global pandemic has caused anxiety, fear, you know, depression and all sorts of in the hearts of men and this does not exclude people in the church and our hope our trust where we find assurance in times of trouble is in the word of god so my goal in this series is to bring you hope is to bring you courage is to encourage your heart that there is hope in the lord so petitions from the depth last time we saw the psalmist who was in depth and while in depth as deep as his despair was he turned to god he cried out to God. So while in your own despair, whatsoever your despair might be, maybe for you, yours is actually has nothing to do with the global pandemic. Maybe there are personal struggles. There are marital struggles. There are parental issues that you are dealing with, with your children. There are family issues you are handling. No matter what your issue is that is causing you pain, that is causing you sleepless nights, God says, cry out to me, and I am happy to hear you. So today on Women in Revival podcast, we are going to delve again into Psalms 130 as we consider dealing with sin 
when in depth. If you missed yesterday's episode, do go back to our website www.okofrighteousness.co.uk and if you need to chat with anyone, do feel free to give us a call. Send us a WhatsApp, a text on plus 447944-398415. Our website also has the contact us information that you might need. Don't struggle by yourself. Don't journey through wilderness by yourself. So today, let us look at dealing with sin when in depth. So I want us to read that Psalms 130 again, verse 3 and verse 4 this time. And it reads, I will look at it from different translations. If thou, Lord, shouldest mark iniquities, O Lord, who shall stand? But there is forgiveness with thee, that thou mayest be feared. Now, that is the King James Version. If you, Lord, should mark iniquity, then who can stand? If God is marking and punishing people based on their sin, then this whole world should have finished, honestly, thousands of years ago. So it says, if God should mark iniquity, who can stand? It's because God wants to wipe iniquity away. Hence the reason why God gave his only begotten son. So the psalmist says there is forgiveness with the Lord so that God can be feared. Now the easy to read version says, Lord, if you punish people for all their sins, no one would be left alive. But you forgive people so they fear and respect you. The living Bible says, Lord, if you keep in mind our sins, then who can ever get an answer to his prayers? But you forgive what an awesome thing this is. So why are we looking at this? I know that one of the challenges we do have, particularly with people in church, is that sometimes when people are going through troubles, when people are going through difficult times, you know, it's easy for us to quickly label them and find a reason why they are journeying through the valley. It's easy for us to quickly tell them the reason why this situation is facing them. For example, maybe a woman who is battling issues in her marriage. It's easy for us to tell her things that she's not doing well that brought the trouble to her marriage, you know. So we have that. It's quick for us to pick sin. Oh, it's because of this, because of that. It's easy for us to throw away compassion and kindness and mercy when people are going through a time of trouble and particularly if we know their history if we know a little bit about them then you know we hold on to that and wrap their life situation around the little or the much that we know about them and said it's because of this and it's because of that when people are going through a season of despair and then we now come alongside and make them more miserable we compound their trouble the more so that is why we are saying the psalmist saying, Lord, if you keep record of sin, if you mark iniquity, if depression, anxiety, and what have you, while I'm not saying there could be our own personal um, element to whatsoever we are facing, while I'm not shying away from that, but what I'm saying is God does not take joy in our sin. So it says, if God is marking sin, who can stand? So while you may be going through your season of despair, your depths of despair, your depths of trouble, it is right to sit down and say, Lord, is there any aspect of my life that is not in line 
any iota of sin in my thought, in my action, it's good to do that self-examination. And the moment you find anything, it is right to open up to the Lord. Cry out to him, just as the psalmist told us yesterday from verse 1 and verse 2. Tell him, Lord, this is what I discover. Because the thing is, when you are in a season of despair, season of trouble, the possibility to pick at people could be there. The possibility to be bitter and, you know, and this will compound even to the trouble you are already going through. So it is right to ask the Lord to help you to evaluate your life. Are you irritable? Do you just find yourself irritated with anything and everything, lashing out, getting angry? Then you need to address it. You need to open up, Lord, I find myself irritated with my husband. I find myself, you know, um, angry with my children with this. So it is okay to examine yourself and to pick on those things and bring them back to the foot of the cross. God's intention is not to keep you bound in the depth of trouble. It is not sin. You know, it reminds me of, um, I think it's John chapter 9, where the man that was born blind, when the disciples of Jesus were asking, why is he like this? Is he his mother or his father that sin? Is he him? You know, things like that. And Jesus said, no. It's so that God be glorified. So, God wants to glorify himself even through your situation. Maybe you've suffered panic attack anxiety maybe you are under depression yes why we will sit down to look at what could be the reason for this depression where did it start from is it because i am focusing at myself at what i can get and what i can't get at what i can do and what i can't do is it because i have shifted focus from the lord and then looking at the various situation that surrounds me there is a need to do that but ultimately our goal is to focus on the Lord. And as you find sin, hold it and return it back to the Lord. Lord, I found this in my response. I answer so harshly nowadays because of what I am thinking, the state of my mind. You know, sometimes you think over matter again and again. You go to bed for hours. You can't sleep because you are ruminating. You know, you are nurturing many thoughts many hearts, many situations that surround you. Such thoughts should be given back to the Lord. If you don't do that, these things can breed up, uh, can become an avalanche of sin where the enemy come in and, you know, compound our situation even the more. So the psalmist says, if God marks iniquity, who shall stand? So deal with sin while in the season of despair while in the depth of trouble don't give room to sin don't allow your life situation to make you friend of sin christ became friend of sinners isn't it so release anything you discover into his hands and then isaiah 59 verse 1 and 2 tells us that god's hand is not shutting they cannot save god can save you from the depth of your despair God can deliver you from your depression. There have been testimonies of women who were locked down, you know, in depression. But God delivered them. Our God is a deliverer. So, he says, it is sin 
that makes God's hand to be shortened that God cannot save. Neither is his ear heavy that he cannot hear. It is your iniquity that separates between you and God. So while in your season of despair, while going through challenges and difficulty with your children, don't allow the enemy to lead you into sin. Don't give in to sin. Don't give in to the enemy. Here's the reason why you need to cry out to the Lord. Don't allow sin to build up in your life as a result of the situation that you are in or as a result of the pandemic that our world is in. This is not the time to turn our back on the Lord. Actually, this is the time to seek the Lord more and more. So, it is our sins that separate us from God. And in the time of deep troubles, in the time of debt, when you are in debt of despair, it is a time indeed to search and examine your life. If you find anything sinful, you know, I love the way dear friend said this. She said, I've left Egypt, but the Egypt inside of me hasn't left. So there is the need to check, is there any particle or any residue of Egypt, so to say? Is there any iota of sinful habits, of attitudes that you are abhorring even in the midst of the trouble that is facing you? Is there unbelief? Is there irritability? Is there anger? Have you become, you know, isolated from people because everybody is bad? Don't give the enemy an opportunity to enslave you the more. God is able to deliver and to set free. It is our sin that keeps us away from him. And also, for some of you may be hearing me, or may be saying, I have searched my life. And Deborah, I can tell you, I have not put my hands in sin. But people are accusing me that the reason for my marital trouble is because of this, is because of that. Can I say to you, human being will always be human being. People will find reasons to accuse you, whether you do well or not. So if you have found out that you are in the right standing with the Lord, honestly, turn to the Lord. Deal with sin and throw sin away. If you are standing well in your walk with God, in Him there is hope, in Him there is trust. And it is my prayer that the God who had a cry of the psalmist, while he was in depths of despair, he will hear your cry and bring you out of these deep waters. Amen. This is Women in Revival Podcast. Two days ago, we started a series called Petitions from the Depth. Our topic for today is hope when in the depths. Today, Deborah will be talking to us about how there is hope, even though you may feel lonely, forgotten, annihilated, but that there is hope. There's hope in the Lord. The Lord brings hope. And so sister, if you are struggling through the depths, hope in the Lord. Deborah Shinobi. Now take us further on this subject.
Welcome back again to the Women in Revival podcast, particularly to this series, Petitions from the Depth. I pray you find it a blessing as we share thoughts together and you find it an encouragement, even in the midst of your despair and of your trouble. Yesterday, we saw the Lord saying, we must deal with sin as sin while in despair. The season of um, trouble is not a season to make friends with sin so as we go on today to episode three i want to encourage you to feel free to go back to our website if you've missed any series go on www.oakofrighteousness.co.uk on our home page if you scroll down to the last place you will find our recent podcast i should show you this particular series and from there you will find the series you might have missed so today let us look at hope when in the depths you know when you are in the season of trouble when you are in season of despair you look forward there is an expectation and the word hope means a desire of some good accompanied with at least a slight expectation of obtaining it are you saying you know, another translation says it is confidence in a future event, the highest degree of well-founded expectation of good. So, hope is an expectation that you have. You are expecting. So, while in the season of despair, while in the depth of despair, while in the depth of troubles, hope in the Lord. So let us go again to Psalms 130, verse 5 and 6. And I will read the King James Version and I'll probably check other translations also. It says, I wait for the Lord, my soul doth wait, and in his word do I hope. My soul waited for the Lord more than day that watch for the morning. I say more than day that watch for the morning. Amen. So what are we saying? The psalmist says, look, while I, the psalmist, was in the time of trouble, when I found myself in deep waters, this is what I did. My soul waited for the Lord. And as you listen to me during this series, Petitions from the Depth, what I see the Lord bringing to your attention also is the need to allow your soul to wait on the Lord. Don't let your soul be agitated, you know, thinking and meditating over all the negativity that is happening around you. You have to trust the Lord to counsel your soul, even with the gospel. So the psalmist says, my soul waited for the Lord. Your soul must hope in the Lord. That is what it means to wait. And then he went on. He says, and in his word do I hope. So how do you wait? How do you hope? You hope waiting in God's word. Spending time in the word of God. The time of despair, the time of trouble is a time to sink further honestly into the word of God. Memorize it. Play the audio Bible. Find every opportunity to just bombard yourself with the scriptures. Listen to Psalms. Your heart will be encouraged. Hope in the Lord. You ought not to dwell 
in your prevailing circumstance, but rather you are to dwell in the Lord. You are to hope in the Lord. You must look at your life situation in the light of the word of God. You know, as human, our soul has a vulnerability of going ahead of God in thinking various thoughts, you know, in sorting many things out in our hearts, in having what I call personal conference with yourself, personal dialogue. I don't know whether it's dialogue, I should call it now. Talking to yourself in the quietness of your soul, agitated within you, resolving how you will answer, how you will say this to this person, how what this person did. And sometimes, you know, you can spend an hour doing that dialogue or is it monologue now? But the psalmist says, I wait on the Lord. And in waiting on the Lord, you must hope in his word. So that means you want to make sure that even in this season, as you see the news, maybe it's BBC news, it's CNN, whatsoever form of news you listen. Honestly, I will say, put news away. Take the news, God's love letter to you, the scriptures, and soak your heart in that. Read it. Play it. What I do while I'm cooking in the kitchen, I just play. Let the Bible play. I'm listening. Meditate your heart on what you are hearing. Sometimes I'm listening, I'm talking back, and I'm responding, and I'm saying things. So let your soul hope in God's word. We are so blessed in our generation that none of us have any excuse, honestly, not to familiarize ourselves with the word of God. It's all over. All over. On your phone, it's as if it's on our fingertips. So even if you say, well, I can't just read, fine. Then play, let it read to you. There are all sorts of apps now that can play the Bible to your hearing. Maybe you can't just sleep. Put on an audio Bible. Don't allow yourself to sink deeper and deeper into anxiety or into depression. Counsel your heart with the word of God. The psalmist says, My soul waited for the Lord more than they that watch for the morning. You see? So rather than have sleepless nights, wait on the Lord. You know, think about verses. Think about scriptures. Think about verses that speak particularly about your situation. For example, think about scriptures that speaks on the global pandemic. Think about scriptures that speak about marriage, whatsoever your situation could be. Familiarize yourself with the word of God. The psalmist said his soul wait for the Lord more than those who watch for the morning. You know, for example, a, a night shift security man will wait eagerly for the breaking forth of the day, isn't it? So he can go home and rest. And we see the psalmist saying to us, he actually waited more than a security man. That is, he was eager for God. He was longing for God. He was desperate for the Lord. And that is the way out, even for you also. The magnitude of what is facing, you are not denying it. But let this issue, let this challenge take you deeper, even into the word of God, let it create a desperacy, even for God, in your heart. So what are the things I've said today from this Psalms 130 verse 5 and 6? Wait for the Lord. Let your soul wait for the Lord. 
Hope in God's word. Spend time in God's word. Read it. If you can't read, listen to it. Hope and wait more than even a security man will wait for his shift to be over. In moments of despair and uncertainty, I'm praying that the Lord will teach you not to communicate with yourself, but rather wait on the Lord. The assured OP is the word of God. Why you may be on medication, maybe for anxiety or depression, please do take your medication. But with your medication, swallow the word of God. Make sure you take in the scriptures every day. You must lay hold on the word of God. You know, Romans 15 verse 13 says, Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. I'm praying that the power of the Holy Ghost will overshadow you and that indeed your heart will be filled with hope despite the hopelessness that may be all around you. And I'm closing now with Job chapter 14 verse 7 to 9. And it says, There is always hope for a tree. If it is called down, it can grow again. That is from the easy to read version. There is always hope for a tree. If it is called down, it can grow again. It will keep sending out new branches. Its roots might grow old in the ground and its stump die in the dirt. But with water, it will grow again. It will grow branches like a new plant. I don't know what the dirt your life may be stumped in. I may not know the depth of what is happening in your life, but this is it. There is always hope for a tree that is cut down. There is hope for your life, even in the midst of your hopelessness. Yes, it may take time for you to heal, but I am hopeful that as you engage God in His Word, as you open the Lord, and as you hope in the Word of His mouth, your cut down tree will grow again. Amen. This is Women in Revival podcast. Three days ago, we started a new series called Petitions from the Depth. Our topic for today is the testimony of a life that was in depths. Today, Deborah will be talking to us about how David now was given his testimony after coming out of the depths. Sister, I pray that your life will indeed be a testimony unto others who have gone through troubles, who have gone through trials, who have gone through hard things. I pray that your life will be a testimony just like David's was and that you will help others who are going through the depths. Deborah Ashinabi will now take us further on this last episode of the series. Thank you so much for joining me on Women in Revival and particularly to the end of this series, Petitions from the Depth. I'm praying that you find it an encouragement, particularly in this season of global pandemic, in addition to your own personal challenges and difficulty 
and I'm praying that we will see beyond our personal circumstances and the global pandemic and trust God to help us to maintain a healthy mental life. So I pray that the Lord will help us and keep us, keep us in good health, that our soul prosper despite whatsoever depth we are finding ourselves. To round up this series, we are going to look today at the testimony of a life that was in depth. Yesterday, we saw that there is hope even when in the depth. And our hope comes as we wait on the Lord. Our hope comes as we spend time in His Word. When suicidal thoughts, for example, comes to you, don't give in. Find the scripture. Replace that thoughts with the scriptures. Say to yourself, Jeremiah 29, 11, for example, God has a thought towards you. They are thoughts of good and not of evil. To give you a future and a hope. So knowing that there is still a future and a hope for you, you know, takes away any suicidal thought. Your present predicament, your present situation is not the end of your life. There is still hope for your future. So in case you missed yesterday's series, go back to our website, www.oakofrighteousness.co.uk and do feel free to give us a call on plus four four seven nine four four three nine eight four one five. If you have any question, please do feel free. Don't suffer in silence. Don't go through emotional instability alone. That is why the church is there. Relate with someone, reach out, cry out. So to round up this series today, I want us to look at the testimony of a life that was in depth. We have been hearing the story of this man who wrote Psalms 130 and we saw he was a man who went through despair. He went through life troubles and is sharing his own personal story with us. So let us go and see finally, even verse 7 and verse 8, the testimony of a life that was in depth. Psalms 130 verse 7 and 8 says from the King James Version, Let Israel hope in the Lord. Now, who is speaking here? This is the psalmist saying, Allow Israel to hope in the Lord. Why do you think he's saying that? It's because of what he experienced while he was in depth of trouble. So he says, Let Israel hope in the Lord. For with the Lord there is mercy. Whatsoever the state of your mental health is now, you can find mercy with the Lord. And it goes on. And with him is plenteous redemption. I love that. The way he redeems us is amazing. He has abundance of redemption, even with him. And verse 8 says, And he shall redeem Israel from all his iniquities. The easy story version says, Israel, trust in the Lord. And I don't know the Israel that is going through this series, even right now. Maybe you are the Israel in marital difficulty. You are the Israel in parental struggle with your children. You are the Israel in emotional issues. You are the Israel that is going through financial difficulty. Maybe the lockdown or the global pandemic has caused huge financial disruption in your family life. Maybe actually 
you have lost your job. Even with that, trust in the Lord. Hope in the Lord. The Bible says he saves us again and again. I love that. He saves us again and again. This is the testimony of a man who went through depth. A man that we saw in verse 1 and 2 crying out. He says, out of my depth, out of my trouble, out of my sorrow, out of my anxiety, out of my depression, out of my panic attack, I cry out to you. Don't settle in your prevailing circumstance. Cry out to God. Seek help from his people. So we see the psalmist saying to you that you should open the Lord. Why? With the Lord there is mercy and plenteous redemption. Why must you open the Lord? Why must you trust in the Lord? Woman, there is mercy with the Lord. Even as we see the challenge of the pandemic in our world, the only sure means of hope for us is the Lord's mercy. He is a merciful God. With him, there is mercy. Why must you hope in the Lord? There is plenty redemption. With the Lord, the hope of redemption, the hope of being delivered, even from your prevailing, from your present situation, is sure. There is redemption for you, for our generation. And God shall redeem you, even from whatsoever is facing you. And if there are sinful habits that you are practicing in the midst of your trouble, God will redeem you from the sin. He shall redeem you even from all iniquities. As you find yourself in any form of debt, or as you may find yourself, or as you are in any form of debt even now, know that God is merciful. And God is able to redeem you. Don't see any life situation as hopeless. Let your sanity be found in the word of God. Spend time in his word. In his word, meditate day and night. You know, I love 2 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 4, which says, Who comforted us in all our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble, by the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God. So God who gives comfort wants to bring you comfort. The Bible says it comforts us every time we have trouble. Why? So that we can also be comforters to others who will be in trouble. Could the reason why you are going through these deep waters be that God is equipping you? God is preparing you to be more useful even to those who will need comfort. I would love to read that from the Living Bible. It says, what a wonderful God we have. This is 2 Corinthians 1 verse 3 and 4. What a wonderful God we have. He is the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the source of every mercy, and the one who so wonderfully comforts and strengthens us in our hardships and trials. Is that not lovely? He strengthens us. He comforts us in all our life hardships and trials. And why does he do this? It says, so that when others are troubled, 
needing our sympathy, needing our encouragement, we can pass on to them this same help and comfort God has given us. Who do you think would be in a better position to bring comfort, to bring sympathy to a woman who is depressed, if not a woman who has been through the journey already? Who do you think would be in a position to bring hope to a woman who is battling infidelity in a marriage, if not a woman who has been through it and come out old? So, God comforts us so that you can become his agent of comfort, of encouragement, of sympathy to others. So that you don't only sympathize, but you are able to empathize with them because you know how it feels. You've been there. And it is my prayer that the God of comfort will bring you comfort regardless of whatever depth your life is in. Regardless of how deep the waters are, even at this season of your life. I'm praying that the depth of the troubles will not swallow you. That you will find your head up, up, looking up to the Lord and being able to be helped and being able to be a help to many who are comfortless. Don't stop sending your petition to the Lord, even in your own time of trouble. Just as we've seen that the psalmist cried out, sent out his petition to the Lord, who hears even when we are in deep waters. And I'm praying that you will cry out to him and you will see him even bring hope to your hopelessness. Whatsoever that hopelessness might be, God can bring you hope. Amen. Amen.